Today on Background Check, we dive into my mom's past. Yes, my mom. And see what it was that gave her the ability to get through raising me. From giving birth to my 15-inch head, to getting kicked out of two high schools in the same year, to visiting me in jail for the first time, to seeing the change God helped me make in prison, to now helping me navigate life, ministry, and parenthood. One thing I know that held it all together for her was prayer. Come on, let's do a Mother's Day background check on Jane Davidson, a.k.a. Mama. Let's go! Have you or someone you know had your life turned upside down because of your past? Of course I have. Everyone does background checks now, which makes it hard to bounce back. What do you believe? I believe your background shouldn't hold you back. It, sh- it should pay you back. This podcast will inspire you, motivate you, and inform you with everything you need to rise above your past and, and not be afraid to say, go, go ahead, check my background. My name is J. Dan Gum, and this is is background check you already know let's go you can check my background i'm a forgiving felon so tell them that i won't back down now you can bet i won't live in regret it's time to earn some respect you are tuning in to background check hey everyone jay dan here today is a special mother's day episode and i want to start it off with a poem about my mom that i wrote in high school english class I think I also wrote a character sketch for the same English class. I'm going to post those on the show page if you want to look at them. Uh, I'm going to read the poem, but I'll just post the character sketch. This is really funny. Uh, you should you should read it. I'll post that on the show page at forgivenfelons.org forward slash background check. All right. I love my mom. I tell everyone that I'm alive by the grace of God in my mama's prayers, and it's true. And as you will see from the interview, I put her through a ton of crap, but she never gave up on me. There's something about a father and son's bond, but there's no match at all to mama's prayer for her children. This was a fun episode. There's some surprises at the end, so don't jump off early. After the poem, it just goes right into a song that me and my mom sang to start the interview. It's a very special song. Uh, We learned to sing it at a young age, and we sang it for funerals and I think even a wedding. And I think the poem was one that I wrote to nominate her for Mother of the Year. Here it is. Mother of the Year by Jaden Gum. As far back as I remember, she was always there for me. She's been a counselor and provider since the day I was conceived. When I fell and couldn't get up, she was there for moral support. I could always count on her never selling herself short. Moms do more in a day than most do in a year, from packing lunches to giving money to drying all our tears. She's perfect in every way as far as I am concerned. Oh, how I wish to be like her. But oh, how I have so much to learn. I guess there's not enough words to say how I really feel, but when it comes to great moms, I think I got the best deal. Although my mom's the best and definitely should get a reward, when it comes right down to it, all you moms deserve this award. Thank you. There is coming a day when no heartache shall come. No more clouds in the sky. No more tears to dim my eye. There'll be peace forevermore on that happy golden shore. What a day. Glorious day that will be.
What a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see. When I look upon his face, the one who saved me by his grace and forsakes me by the hand and leads me through the promised land. What a day, glorious day that will be. Mama, welcome to Background Check Podcast. Thank you, Jay Dan. Hey, everybody, welcome to Background Check Podcast. As you can tell, I have a very special guest with me today, and it is my mama. Mama, introduce yourself. Hi, this is Jay Dan's mama. <laughs> Jane Davidson, and you have a little dog named Harley. So right. Harley's name is Harley Davidson. So that's cool. It is cool. One day, I hope to have a Harley Davidson as well. Uh, but not a dog, right? I don't know if my <laughs> if Jessamy will let me have one, but um, you n- never know. You never know. She might. You mean the Dachshund or the no, the motorbike? The motorbike, the motorbike. yes. <laughs> maybe maybe one of those motor trikes with the two wheels in the back. A little, little safer. Yep. Little safer. So uh, thank you for tuning in to Background Check Podcast. It's brought to you by Forgiven Felons, helping people with the past realize their future. If you want to know more about what we do at Forgiven Felons, Visit us on the web at ForgivenFelons.org. You can see our guest appearance on the Mike Huckabee Show. You can uh, watch the uh, documentary, not from the website, but you can see how to go watch it on Roku or on Tubi TV. And then if you have a loved one in prison and they need a place to parole, maybe, um, maybe you guys aren't in a position like my mom and dad were to receive me home from prison. Um, we have a great transitional house up in North Dallas, and you go to the go to the website, go to the house page, download the application packet, send it to your loved one, and have them send it back to us, and we'll take it from there. So uh, we wanted to have my mom on because today is Friday, two days before Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Thank you, J-Dan. Happy Mother's Day to you. You made me a mother the... Second or third time? Third time, yes, because I have an older brother named Chick who lives in North Carolina. What's up, Chick? And then I have an older sister, Joy, and then a younger younger brother, Joe, and a younger sister, Jill. And so I'm right there in the middle. You're the middle child. Do all the, the middle child things come true with me? Yes, every one of them. All right. All so, right. so they're the best looking. <laughs> they're all, all those things. The smartest and most talented. (laughs) The most rebellious. (laughs) This is my 50th Mother's Day that I get to participate in. Oh, you didn't have to bring that up. My 50th. I turned Mm. 50 this year, so thank you for keeping me alive for 50 years because I know there were some (laughs) some times in my life, like junior high, that you probably wanted to take me out of this world Mm, just as easy as you brought me into this world. I guess it wasn't easy to bring me in with my nope. big head, right? Fifteen-inch head. It wasn't Ooh, easy. Fifteen-inch head. Yep. My goodness. Well, mom, thank you for having me. Period. You're welcome. And thank you for coming on the show with me today, uh, because we want to honor you. I want to honor you as my mom, but we want to honor all the moms out there uh, right. that are either outside of prison, inside prison. You know, there's a lot of moms inside prison, and you know that firsthand because you. You got to go in with the Mike Barber ministry and, and go sell to sell, go go on death row or life row, the way uh, what they called it. And so you know that there's a lot of mothers in yeah. prison. But there's more mothers out here that were in your position 
or they had loved ones in prison. So what age was I when you knew I was going to be going to prison? Was I like two or three? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? To this day, I never, I never thought about you ever going to prison. I just, it wasn't something I thought about. Even when you were sentenced the day, I wasn't even there because I didn't dream that you'd be going any going to prison. Yeah. So it was not a thing you sit around and think about. You know. So you don't think if they had like a, you know, all those uh, awards in high school, most likely to succeed. You know, all the all those things. You don't think if they had one that said most likely to end up in prison, you don't think I would have I would have got that award. Well, maybe. Because <laughs> I did get two, kicked out of two schools my sophomore yeah, year. Right. Um, uh, man, I, I remember some things, Mom, about my, I don't know, just my personality. Uh, and, and I look back and I'm like, how in the world you would have had a you would have had a hard time just raising me by myself. But you did it with three other kids. Mm-hmm. And um, what was the hardest thing about raising me? With your asthma, you were the only one of the of the children who waited till they were after a year old to sleep all night. And it was because you were diagnosed uh, with asthma at a very early age. And that was the hardest thing, watching you go through that. And, and uh, several trips to the hospital when you were little because you couldn't get your breath. But uh, that's, that's the hardest thing. Was there ever a time in your life, Mom, where you didn't feel like you were living up to what a mother was supposed to be? Well, you mean like every day? <laughs> yeah, right. Tell me, I tell still me, don't live that up. I still are, don't feel like that. What are some... Uh, okay, so you were married to Pop for uh, how many years before he passed away? 39. 39 years. What did Pop used to do as, he worked as a work the, career? The Dallas Power and Light Company. Which is it, now TXU. Yes. So he worked nights, right? Right. And so uh, were there ever some times where you needed to call him and come home because things were happening on the home front that you needed help with? Well, he worked all night. And so uh, uh, just one time, y'all were violently ill, all four of you, having diarrhea and vomiting in the middle of the night. And I called him and he... Was it COVID? And uh, (laughs) 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 pre-COVID. No, but he came home happily and, you know. And they all knew. I mean, he they knew, all knew it had to be an emergency because I never called. You know, I wasn't one of these. Can you bring some bread home, honey? No, I didn't do that. Okay. What are some? What are some? What do you? What do you think some challenges were in raising four kids? And you had a career too because you were you you taught for how many years? I taught school. Yes, I can't remember how many years, Jaden. But anyway, um, the challenges were just normal stuff, I guess. You know, getting. Four kids up, getting them fed breakfast, getting, you know, my biggest thing was on the way to school, y'all would say, oh, mama, you forgot to sign this, you know, and I'd almost wreck the car. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, the challenge is, of course, all you mommies out there that have more than, that have one or more kids, <laughs> you know, there's challenges when you work and when you, uh, um, you know, the big challenges came when all of y'all got in junior high and started playing sports and, and trying to get everybody to their sports or practice and, and have any kind, I don't remember ever having a meal together after y'all got in junior high. You know, wow. that, that was the end of that. You know? yeah. But uh, anyway. Was it, would you consider um, the way I acted most of the time? Because I got in trouble a lot. I mean, I'm, I look back at my life and I, especially when we, when junior high, when we moved from that one school we grew up in to another school, from Bercalo Christian School and Church to Trinity Christian School and Church. And I was I was kind of upset about that because I wanted to play football, and uh, I kind of took it out on you guys by 
uh, trying to purposely make bad grades because uh, up until then I'd made almost all A's. Uh, I think I made my first B in your class. But I, I began doing things. I set the school on fire in junior high, not spiritually, <laughs> but literally on fire. Um, I began, I wrote some horrible notes with some vulgarities in them. I began listening to rock music. I began hanging out with all those people that I knew you didn't want me to hang around. Um, cause I was just trying to get back at y'all, you know, we know. And so, um, and you did, you were success getting back at us. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, so my sophomore year when I got kicked out of two different schools, what were the conversations? What were the, even the prayers like for you and pop when, well, we quit praying because <laughs> it didn't seem like it was working. No, we did not. We increased it, but, uh, um, well, of course. We were angry for a while, but then, you know, we, we loved you, but we couldn't understand. You know, we thought you had it made, you know, where you were great at sports, you were great, you were a great student, you were, a, you know, a comedian, everyone loved you, and so we didn't really understand it, but that's one thing you don't ever understand, you know, you probably don't either, but it just happens, and you uh, go a different way than what your parents think you need to be going. How important was prayer in all of this? I mean, I, I remember early on you 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 guys tried to instill us uh, with habits of prayer by leading us in prayers at, at at bedtime. In fact, you told me about one time where you 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 got down and you said, "All right, now repeat after me," and I repeated after you. How did that prayer go? Well, you were just eighteen months then, and we were training you, you know, to pray. And uh, we, I said, I said, just repeat after me, Jaden, honey. And I said, dear God, and you said, dear God, and I said, help me be a good boy, and you said, help mommy be a good boy, <laughs> and that's the way it went from then on. <laughs> How did your prayers change towards me? In junior high, you probably just chalked it up to transition, but once I'm a sophomore and I've been there for three or four years, how, how, did, you, how did your prayers change about me and to, to God for me? Well... I don't think they really change. They probably more often. Intensified. But, <laughs> yeah, intensified. Help! But uh, we just, you know, the main prayer from the time y'all were all little and time still now, um, our main prayer was, um, of course, that you find God in a big way and that uh, that he keep you safe. And that was a big thing. That was from when you left the house, you know, that was all of my our prayers for you and the kids to uh, to know God, of course, first, and then that He would keep you safe. And I think about that down through the years and the places you went, and that we never even knew about, and uh, the time in, when you went to Oklahoma and we didn't know anything for three days. No one knew where you were, and and but God did. God knew yeah. where you were, and uh, so that was. Um, what that's is uh, what is a Bible Bible verse maybe that you and Pop? might have um, held on to regarding me in all my years of, I mean, because when I, I left for college, I came back from college, got three, three DWIs pretty quickly. I got a bunch of public intoxications, multiple uh, minor in possession charges. You know, um, I don't even know if I told, told you about all the times that I did get arrested. Oh, I'm sure you didn't. Um, but whenever I started getting arrested and in jail, for DW for either DWI or when you would hear about it, what? what and I'm an adult. I'm a young adult then. So what, what's going on through y'all's minds at that point? Just 
looking for looking forward to the day that uh, that you'd be walking with God again, and and we knew that was coming. I mean, you know, uh, you train a child up, and and he's going to uh, he, he'll well go that up. verse uh, yeah. train up a child in the way he should go. Absolutely, and when he's old. He, he will not depart from it. Right. So and, you were just praying that I got old, right? Right. <laughs> That's what I was getting ready to say. It, it does say when you get old. But uh, but you uh, you know, every child does something, you know, and some some is smaller, some things are smaller, and of course yours was a biggie. But uh, but we still prayed. We prayed the same prayer over and over and over. Just so to now be safe and- on my third DWI, December sixteenth, nineteen ninety four. Uh, was the first DWI that I didn't wasn't able to immediately bail myself out of jail, and I spent I spent Christmas Eve and Christmas Day in the Dallas County Jail. Do you remember what that day was like on Christmas Eve when y'all all came up to see me? Well, it was horrible, but it was fun. Um, we Joy had just had Skylar, and she was just a little baby, and. Uh, and you loved that, and I think you cried. And we yeah, well, that was the very first time I'd ever okay. seen Skylar. Yeah, and and that that Skylar helped me realize something that, that day. She helped me realize that my decisions impact way more than just myself. Exactly it impacts right. everybody in my life. Right. I think y'all brought me some 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 basketball shoes, didn't you? Was that the time y'all bought me basketball shoes? I think shoes? so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so seeing your son in prison—that was the first time y'all actually had to visit me. In, incarcerated. So what was going when y'all got home that night, you and Pop, what did y'all drive? Well, it was just temporary and we knew that. And, um, and we knew it was all up to you. And um, you could either turn yourself around or you could keep on going. And, um, and you chose to keep on going in that way, which turned out to be bad, then good, then wonderful, then amazing. So, uh, we thank, we're thankful for your life. Did you ever, Mom, I mean, I can't imagine, because I run a ministry now where we don't want to give up on any of the guys that come through oh. our program, but but there's times where we just have to like let them go and cut them off because they can't they can't live at the house. But there's, you know, sometimes, honestly, there's, there's guys that come through there, and I'm like, man, I don't know if he's going to make it. You know, did y'all, you and Pop ever have those type of feelings about me? No, we were just real sad for you because we knew what a beautiful, talented person that you are and that you were and all those years just wasted. And we felt, we felt bad for that, for that area, but we knew that the day was coming that you were going to live for God. We just, you just know that. And, and you know, I, I have a granddaughter right now that a lot of people have given up on, but I have and I pray for her every day, nearly all day. But I, I see her serving God someday, and I'm never going to give up on praying. And my, I would recommend that all you mothers don't ever give up on praying for your children, grandchildren. Just keep it up. And it doesn't have to be an assigned time. You just pray, you know, all the time. God's right there. He's right here right now. You can just reach out and hold his yeah. hand and just pray. And uh, pray without ceasing. That's what that means. And I learned that. When J. Dan was in prison, when you were in prison, talking, talking yeah. like you're not here. But, but you okay, next question. Yeah, so, so when you got the news from Pop and 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 Joy and Jill that um, they read five years each each fourth and fifth DWI, what what went through your mind then? This wasn't jail anymore. 
you know. This was well, prison. I just couldn't believe that you didn't come home that day. You got that, and of course the girl said, you know, they watched you get on the bus and they drove off, you know, and which was a, a sad thing. But I, I couldn't believe it. Of course, I cried a lot that night, and I don't even think I went to work the next day. I was teaching school in, in DeSoto, the De- DeSoto private school then, and. Um, but anyway, I was just in disbelief for several days, and then we didn't hear from you for probably over a month before you got settled in a in a permanent. I know in July, uh, July sixteenth, I was still in the Ellis County Jail, waiting to go to prison, and I was watching the All Star Game that night, and I got the word that I was going to be heading out, and uh, and I think I called y'all that night. To let y'all know that I might be heading out. Mm-hmm. And you wrote in your little journal. I did. You wrote some prayers. And one of the prayer, one of the prayers said, God, protect Jade Ann from himself. And, you know, you just gave me that just last year, I think. And I saw that and I was like, wow, what a, what a prayer to pray. Because I think by, by sending me to prison for three years, he answered your prayers. And, and then after several months in prison, September 18th, I'm, I ended up in solitary confinement. And that's, that's where I had my come back to Jesus moment, my prodigal son coming home moment. And I prayed a prayer during those eight days I was in there. And I said, God, don't ever let me out of prison until you know I'm ready to never come back. And... That made you guys pretty sad at, at you know, when y'all realized I didn't make parole, the first parole and the second parole. And, um, you know, and, but I, I mean, even though I was sad, I didn't get to come home, I knew it was because I wasn't ready. Um, so I spent three Mother's Days in prison. What in the world was Mother's Day and the season of Mother's Day like for you out here? knowing that one of your sons was in prison? Well, it's just something that I probably won't ever forgive you for, but... (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, of course it's sad when all your little ducks aren't in a row. But, uh, uh, no, I know you were right where you were supposed to be and that one of these Mother's Days you'd be back back with us and you, you were still my son, wherever, whatever location you were in, so... Well, I know one thing I know for sure, Mom, is that no matter whether I was a kid acting a fool, whether I was in junior high and high school, getting set the school on fire, getting kicked out of schools, whether I was a drunk in a car, passed out on the side of the road. How many times you and Pop come pick me up? Oh, I don't know. I just remember the night that I picked you up from Charlton Hospital and you had the old brown station wagon and course Jake drove that home and you rode with me and you hung out the window of course you were drunk really drunk and you had half of your body hanging out the window screaming at God to just take your life you couldn't go on like that and it just broke my heart but anyway we got through that and um and here you are you know there was um there was November November 29th 2001 was the night that I ran off the bridge and the police officer called joy and said, you better get up here. I think your brother's dead. I don't know when joy told you about that. Cause I know I didn't, I was still drunk, but whenever you heard about the wreck, how bad it was, what, what went through your mind? 
Well, I didn't know, like you say, for several days, and I don't even remember if it was Joy that told me or if you called me. I'm almost, I just could have sworn that you called me, and uh, and I think you had told her not to tell me or something. Probably. I don't remember the story, but anyway, I just, uh, I mean, Pop and I both were just, uh, you know, excited that you weren't dead like they thought you were when they saw your head sticking up out of the ground, <laughs> but... Uh, uh, that was just another lesson that, and another step in your uh, in your trip, your journey to uh, your detour for a while. Is yeah. but I'll never forget Pastor Tim when you got out of prison. Well, we were back in the back, and he was hugging me, saying how glad he was. It, and he said, you know, he said I knew in junior high that God was calling J. Dan to preach, but he had to take a detour. And so I thought that was a cute way of putting it or a, or a realistic way of putting it. You took a detour instead of the straight and narrow road, you took the crooked road back through the country. So so if you knew that going to prison would um, make me the man of the man of God that I am today every time, um, and that's what it took, would you, would you have me, if you had to do it all over again, would you have me go to prison again? That's well, a, that is a that's a, that's a loaded question, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I think God uses different ways to bring to bring His children where He wants them. And uh, if that was the only way that it was ever going to take for you to meet with Him in a very private place, dark and lonely private place, <laughs> then I would say yes every time. But uh, but no, I would never pray for one of my kids to go to prison, not ever. But uh, you were there for a purpose, and I think you touched a lot of lives. After you had your little talk with little talk with Jesus uh, in in solitary, I think your life then was a testimony to others. And I think a lot of the guys in there were reached through you and through your ministry in the prison. You know, I mean, that was really a prison ministry because you were in there and you touched a lot of lives and you changed a lot of of, of rules that they had about sending stuff in. I'm, I know, I remember sending transparencies to you yeah. for praise and worship, and that was just a no-no, but it was uh, it was okayed by the chaplain and the prison administration. Speaking and, of no-nos, I mean, let me tell you how dedicated my mom is to being a mother. Uh, we're, oh we're in visitation and they came to see me every weekend up until, I think up until Lockhart, maybe when I was like four hours away. Uh, and then you still came twice a month. You, you came with bags of quarters. And every time I came, you had a table full of diet Coke and candy and chips. And, um, just, they were, they were amazing. If you ever have to go to prison, you want, <laughs> you want my mom as a mother. So, uh, but one one visitation, I showed you that I had a wart. I'd never had a wart on my body at all, ever. And when I went to prison, I got a wart on my hand. And they didn't have anything. They they wouldn't let you go down to the, the medical, you know, doctor's office to get anything for them. And so my mom, at my request, I told her, I said, hey, I think they have some little wart band-aids. Um, and if you go buy some, you can just put them on your own hand. And then when you come in, I'll just put it on mine. And my mom didn't hesitate. She said, yes, I'll do it for you. And so my mom was willing to break uh, contraband laws uh, to 
because I think it's a felony introducing contraband inside a detention facility. So way to go, Mon. Thank you so much for, for helping me out. Uh, but that's biblical. You know, I think Timothy or somebody brought Paul supplies when he was in prison. So there's biblical <laughs> biblical precedence. So. But, Mom, thank you, though, for uh, always being there for me. You were there for me. You made our lunches. You made our dinners. You bought our clothes. You and when and when our tough skins got holes in the knees, you ironed patches on them instead of buying us new jeans. <laughs> <laughs> you you were always there Easter Sunday. And now that's popular to have big holes in your jeans. <laughs> Easter Sunday, we always had baskets. Uh, Christmas, we always had presents. One or two, I, anyway. I look back, Mom, and I just don't know how you did it. And, and kept your sanity at the same time. God, only God. And so I want to thank you as, as a son who has probably caused you a lot more pain than all the other kids combined. Uh, I, I want to thank you. <laughs> it's debatable. <laughs> I want to thank you for never giving up on me, for always believing in me, even when there was a lot of people that said there was no hope for me. Uh, I want to thank you for being the super mom that you are to You're me. You're welcome. And Thank you for being the super son. Yes. And um, so, I mean, you taught us how to, you forced us in playing piano lessons. I wish you'd have maybe stick with piano. I regret that now, but thank you for, thank you for allowing for creativity in our family. Thank you for providing uh, an atmosphere where we could play sports and sing in the choir and do everything that we wanted to do. You, you and Pop made that happen, but you, you made it really happen because you were the one taking us places and picking us up and and cooking us meals and and so. You are a super mom. Talk to moms out there that maybe have a child, a daughter, a son, kind of like me, and uh, maybe they're. They're wondering if their child or their son or daughter is ever going to come to know the Lord. Just say something to them, encourage them. Well, the main thing is just don't give up. And, and, it's, and it's very, very hard. And I know right now that uh, there's some of you moms out there that have kids on drugs and you just want to give up on them because you haven't seen the real them in a long time. Drugs change your life. Alcohol changes their lives, and they're different. They're different kids, and it could be very easy to walk away and give up on them. But don't do it. I'm telling you. I mean, we went through many, many uh, sad times with Jaden, but we never gave up. We always knew, and we knew we could see him in some kind of position that he would be serving God. And, uh, and it worked. Here he is, serving God. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let's, uh, let's, I usually close the whole podcast out in prayer, but let's just do it together and pray for, uh, pray for all the moms out there. And um, I just lift them up in prayer together. Are you ready? Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for allowing us the opportunity to celebrate moms. Thank you for my mom. Lord, uh, I didn't choose her, but you gave me the exact one that I needed. And thank you for her. Thank you for all the hard work. Thank you for all the time and energy and finances and everything that she's poured into me and all of my siblings. Lord, I thank you that she was uh, a super mom. Even through all my troubled years, she never gave up. Thank you for my mom being the prayer warrior that she is. Lord, we lift up her and we honor her today 
as, as Mother's Day is right around the corner. And Lord, we also lift up all the moms out there. Whether, whether you have a troubled son or daughter or not, we lift up all the moms. We mm-hmm. pray that you give them strength. We pray that you allow them to be celebrated and honored this Sunday. We lift up the moms in prison. Uh, we lift up the moms out of prison. Father, we just ask you to, to give a special, abundant blessing to all the moms, not only this Sunday, but this whole weekend, and give them exactly what they need. Give them the strength when they need it, endurance when they need it. Give them a shoulder to cry on when they need it, an ear to listen to when they need it. And, and, uh, and Lord, we just thank you for all the moms. You chose a mom to, to send your son into this world. And we thank you for even mom, Mama Mary, but thank you for my Mama Jane, and thank you for my mom, mother, mother Sandy, and um, we just we we thank you, Lord. Give him a special grace this weekend, in Jesus' name, Amen. Yeah. Mom, do you want to sing one more song before we leave? Yeah, what do you want to sing? I don't know. What do, what do you think? Anything? We don't have to. I think the first time we sang was pretty good. We probably shouldn't do it encore. Okay, whatever. All right. See y'all, see y'all next week on Background Check Podcast. Bye. Happy trails. We do happy trails. Happy trails to you until we meet again. I don't know how to harmonize that one. <laughs> happy trails to you. God blessing you each day. La, 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 la. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. All right, thank you for tuning in to Background Check Podcast. We will see you next week. Wait, 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 Daddy. Oh, Daddy. Yeah. Yes, Jeff. Daddy. Yes, ma'am. Daddy. Do you have something to say? Yes, about Mommy. Oh, you want to honor Mommy for Mother's Day? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, well, go ahead. Say what you want to say about Mommy. Um, I like the fact that when, in the morning, when we're getting ready for school, sometimes on Fridays we'd skip breakfast and we eat breakfast at donut shops. Oh, that's nice. And fri- sometimes Fridays after school, we get to spend whatever we want, 20 bucks, on whatever we want at Walmart. Oh, because you've had a good week? Yep. Oh, man. So what is something, uh, I, I know Mommy makes your toast especially for you. How does she do that? So... She puts butter on it, but extra butter in the middle, and then one side jam, strawberry jam, or grape jam. I had to like more grape, but or and honey on the side, and the on the other side. So she extra. doesn't. So she doesn't just like put butter all all over it, and then mm, I don't like honey that. all over it. She I don't, makes it very special for mm-hmm. you. Oh, I don't know if I would be able to do that for you. And she makes three eggs. Oh, how do you like your eggs? I like them not cooked all the way, but just like a little bit still gooey and hot and salty. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes Daddy forgets to put salt on the eggs. Yes, I do. What do you think life would be like without Mommy? Just not me, salty just me, enough. Just me, you, and Gemma. Not salty enough. Not salty enough. <laughs> <laughs> what do, you, do you think there would be a lot of things forgotten? Like Because I would forget to... Pack your lunch, probably. Probably. <laughs> I would probably forget to do a lot of things. The COVID sheet. Yeah. But we of don't have course. to do it anymore. Right? No, we don't All have right. to do that anymore. I would probably forget a lot of things. Why? Like, How thankful for mommy are you? Yeah, what, I'm really thankful for What are you most thankful for mommy about? 
I like the fact that one time she put a fruit roll up in my lunch. Oh, and so. Th- and that was the time that I got to eat with Miss Darlene. And I like the fact that sometimes we get to watch TV while we're eating. Yeah. You know what I love is I love, I love to watch mommy uh, practice things with you. Like for school, she practiced with you with your Bible verse. And you did so good on it. But she practiced with you all the time. And she takes you to soccer practice. I mean, not soccer, volleyball sometimes. Um, she, she does so much stuff for you. You're, she's pretty amazing, huh? All right. Say happy Mother's Day to her. Happy Mother's Day, Mommy. We love you. We love you. I'm still going. I'm done. <laughs> Bye. All right, thank you for listening to Background Check Podcast. We'll see you next week. Wait, Daddy. What? I want to say something about Mommy, but first I want to joke. Okay, Gemma, go ahead. Why was that baby strawberry crying? Why was the baby strawberry crying? Oh, man, let me see. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I don't know. Why was the baby strawberry crying? Because his mother was in a jam. His mother was in a jam. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. That's good. (laughs) All right, so what did you want to say about Mommy? I, well, since she, well, I love Mommy, it's because she got us, she let let us have $20 so we can get toys, and then she loves us, and that we love her. And that, well, that's it. So, so like at the end of the week when y'all have been really good and had a good week, she gives y'all $20 and lets you go spend it at Walmart yes. however you want? Yes. What did you get with yours? Uh, I got since when I when I heard about my friend got, got a ba- ba- Bakugan. See, he let, his name was Asa. Yeah. And he let, let me keep it. And then since that from like 10 or 5 days, yeah. I don't know. You wanted more. Yeah. Yeah. So mommy said that on that day we can get, we, you, she can pay us $20. Yeah. And, the, and we bought a gun to $20. So That's I, awesome. I just got that. What else does mommy do for you that you like? That's it. Does she give you all donuts? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Was that just. She she all, she, yeah, but you can say it too. Mm-hmm. Do you like the donuts that she gives you? Yes. Friday Friday donuts? Mm-hmm. What else does she do for you? Mm-hmm. Does she make your lunches every day? Oh, yeah. yeah does yeah, she yeah. take you to soccer practice? Yes. Does she come to your soccer games? Yes. She's a pretty good mommy, huh? <laughs> if you could trade her for any other mommy in the world, who would you trade her for? Nobody. Nobody? <laughs> Only just the mommy just that her. I have. She's a great mommy, huh? Mm-hmm. Why don't you say happy Mother's Day to her? Happy Mother's Day, Mommy. Bye-bye. We, we love you. Me too. Okay, we really are out of here now. <laughs> but I wanted to honor a few more moms, all right? My other mother, M-O-M, my other mother, Sandy, I love you. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you for birthing Jessamy and doing a great job with her. She's turned into a beautiful person and an awesome mommy because of you. To my sibling moms, Joy and Jill, I love you guys. 
You're amazing moms. Happy Mother's Day. To all the single moms out there, stay strong and keep doing what you are doing. Y'all are rock stars. To all the mamas in prison, I know there's a lot because I've spoken in prison before. Happy Mother's Day. Your child needs you. Figure it out in there and get out and be that mom they need. Stay strong. You are a daughter of the king. Walk in your royalty. To all the spiritual moms, maybe you don't have any biological kids, or maybe you do, but I know you have spiritual sons and daughters that you have impacted. Thank you so much for all you do. To Vanessa, my son's girlfriend in Oklahoma, your first Mother's Day. The mother of my first grandchild, Autumn. Happy Mother's Day. You're an awesome mom, too. And last but never least, Jessamy, you are the greatest mom and the perfect mom for Gemma and Jessa. I love watching you be a mommy. Sure, we didn't know what we were doing in the beginning, but it's been fun growing with you. I watch you laugh, cry, play, work with, and read to our daughters, and they soak it all up. They love you to death. I know at times it seems like what we or you are doing isn't working that well, but it truly is. Our girls love you more than anyone on this earth. You are their role model, and you're a great one. I'm proud of you, and I love you so much. Happy Mother's Day. See y'all next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Background Check Podcast, brought to you by Forgiven Felons, helping people with a past realize their future. For more information, please visit ForgivenFelons.org. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and please don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss the latest episode. I'm J.D. Gum, and this has been Background Check.